Welcome to the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour with your hosts, Zigzag and Rufus, coming to you live from planet Earth, courtesy of Smoke and Hits Records and Global Corp Industries. Now, grab a beer, put your feet up, and get ready for the Hyper Sloth Happy Hour. Never before have I turned on you when you look too good to me. To be, I think I cut me in two and I just can't let you be. But it's a free for all and a hide of sin. You can bet your life. Stakes are high and so am I. In the air Brothers and sisters, this is the Double Z here with the big uh, Rufus. Rufus, a little late coming in as usual. He was a little brain damaged mm-hmm. in the uterus, but uh, you know what? We forgive him. We forgive the little guy. There's all that drinking little... I, I did in the uterus. All the what did you did in the uterus? Drinking? All the drinking that I did in the uterus, yeah. Oh, right. You gave your mom alcohol adult syndrome. I did. I did. I took it right through the navel. What, what was your choice? What was your drink of choice in in utero? Uh, bourbon. Bourbon, like straight bourbon. up. Yeah. Little, it was called Little Tykes Bourbon. Little Tykes. Yeah, I'm familiar with that brand. I think it uh, it kind of has a little tricycle on the on the <laughs> bottle label. It comes in a in a box that you can poke a straw in. The placenta version. Yes. Yes. So what's new, Rufus? Talk to us. Uh, what's going on there in Tejas? I just scrambled to make it to the show on time, man. I've been out and about all fucking day just to get out of the house. We went to Livingston, which is like an hour away. We ate at a pretty good restaurant. And then we went to uh, like the Habitat for Humanity Rehab Restore where they sell shit that was donated. Yep, yep. Nothing with junk. Didn't really get anything useful. Um, Then after that, we had to go pick up a new deep freeze. Um, And that was another hour away. So... Trip back was about two hours after stopping for gas and, you know, emergency piss breaks. Six pack. But, Are you allowed to have road pops while you're driving the family around just out of curiosity? Uh, I could probably get away with it, but I, I try to. If if I'm going to be home in time and I can fend off the shakes long right. enough, I, right away. I don't know. Two hours sounds like a long time. Sounds yeah. Like well, I get a little wiggly. I got home within the window. As long as I crack one open between five and six, I'm good. You're good to go? I'm good. Uh, what deep freeze? What would you do? Like kill a, a elk or something? What do you need a deep freezer for? No, we just buy a lot of shit in bulk from Sam's. You know, I think uh, that's you guys have Costco up there. It's the same thing. No, we have Sam's as well. And But unfortunately, believe it or not, you're gonna, this might floor you, dude. They closed the Sam's by where I live. What? Yeah. Yeah. Can you fucking believe that? That's crazy. That is crazy. What they did instead, here's what they did. There was a Sam's right next door to a Walmart, right? Mm-hmm. So what they did was they added like 80,000 square feet onto the Walmart. Good God. 
well, I don't know how many square feet. I mean, a lot. They made it into a super Walmart. <clears throat> sure. And then they closed the Sam's. And now that Sam's building is going to fucking sit empty forever because nothing can ever take as much room up as a Sam's except maybe a Costco. Right, exactly. I mean, and, unless you divvy it up into like individual something, I don't know. But yeah, Amazon has killed everything. Let's be honest. Yeah, Amazon it's funny. Has killed shopping. They killed everything, and now they're trying to open brick and mortar stores. I mean, how what a slap in the face <laughs> is that? Right. They're like, hey, we got this uh, other thing down pat. Now we're going to roll brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should just buy um, Sears. They're, yeah, they're going to hire all the people that used to own brick-and-mortar stores to be the assistant managers. There you go, and pay mm-hmm. them. But they can only work 32 hours a week with no benefits. Right, exactly. And, of course, overtime, but they don't get paid overtime. But well, No. They're they expected to pay. They get to hang out in the Amazon store. Amazon. For, well, I mean, I guess they bought Whole Foods, right? Yeah, and they bought it. That's crazy. Why? I mean, I, I, I mean it just that... That doesn't seem like something that Amazon would have any interest in fucking doing. If you can, why not? I mean, you could buy everything, though. The guy's worth like $175 billion, right? Yeah, well, he is at the moment, but he's getting divorced. Well, apparently, since I don't think there's a prenup, but it looked to me like she wasn't going to get a bunch of dough out of the deal. I I thought he was in a 50-50 state. Oh, I don't know. I thought that it had something to do with how... You kind of come get what you come into the marriage with. I don't know what happened. I saw that she wasn't getting a lot of dough, though. I mean, I hope she does. Yeah, me too. God bless her. Because I'm kind of on the prowl, if you know what I mean. I would I would leave my wife and child on Christmas morning for a woman that's worth $200 billion. I think my wife would accept that. I think she would understand that. Me too. Me too. I mean, I would let her leave for someone worth $200 billion as long as I got some kind of alimony. Sure, it like a finder's fee. A million dollars a month? I'm fucking good on that. We I can work something that. out for sure. So much for that. What was that movie where uh, where the guy offered a million dollars to have sex with the other guy's wife? Yeah, th- these days that's like an insult. <laughs> right. <laughs> How dare you, sir? What, you think I my wife's a whore? <laughs> I don't even let her cam for that kind of money. <laughs> So uh, I'm going to say that the word for today, Rufus, for the double Z is maintenance. Maintenance. Yeah. I want you to make me a promise. After the show, you're going to go down or go. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. What do you want me to do? Well, well, after the show, you know, when we get off uh, off air, I like to go. I like you to go down, if you know what I mean. I got a million in it for you. He's taking a tur- well, it's a million. Fuck yeah, I'm in. Million uh, rip coins, as I'm calling them, instead of bitcoins. Yeah. But I want you to go to wherever your furnace is, and I want the listeners to do this as well. I want you to go to your furnace, and I want you to check your furnace filter, because I have a feeling that people are not doing that enough, because I myself am not doing that enough, because I just spent the last three hours working on my fucking furnace. Now, a furnace, I'm not sure what that, I mean, we have an AC unit that I think this does everything. Is that the same as a yes. furnace? Yeah. Okay. It's right there. Yeah. We have, we have a filter that definitely needs to be changed. I know this. Yes. I'm aware. I can tell you right now your filter needs changed. It does. And I used to be good at it because we found a subscription service that would send you every three months, three new filters. And then we canceled it for some stupid reason. 
Yeah, that was a bad idea. I wish I had that service right now because it probably would have saved me about a thousand bucks, I would imagine. We need to fire it up again. It's it's useful, really, because that's shit you don't think about until your right. phone fucks up, you know? And you know what? And you never – I can go to the store. I don't care how many fucking times I can go, and I walk past the furnace or the filters, yeah. which seem like they're in every row almost, and I never know what size I need, right? I'm like, ah, is it – 25 by one is it one you know what first of all they need to just make one size fucking filter yes but so i never get the filter and i'm like i'll get it next time i'll get it next time. well i did that for about four and a half years and uh so my filter my this morning i wake up and of course it's the coldest day of the fucking year this can't happen any other fucking day except for today mm-hmm. even though we're running the uh the furnace you know throughout the the winter time here and today just happens to be the coldest day of the year, and the furnace fan is like making this sound like. Yeah. So of course I get on YouTube, and it looks like my furnace uh, blower is out of whack. Oh man! So take it out. I sent you a picture, did I not? Did I take? I, I was doing some surgery on this damn thing. Yeah, yeah. It looked like a, a, an industrious job you had yeah. ahead of you. So I take it out and I get a toothbrush and I start cleaning the blower fan, right? Which has got like probably it seemed like ten thousand fucking blades on it somehow. For being a, like foot. a jet engine? Yeah, it is. It's like one foot around and has ten thousand fucking blades on it. So I'm getting this old first of all, I yell at my wife for not having a small enough old toothbrush. Like, yeah, what do you mean we don't have the toothbrush from when the, the daughter was a baby? Told you it's to keep too those. big. So I go through and I do all that shit and I get it cleaned up and I put it back in and it's making a little less sound, but it's not it's not 100%, which disappoints me, to be honest. With you can't turn the TV up loud enough to think it's fixed. You can. You can actually do that. Now, before you probably could not have. But here's the deal. I, I put it in and I said to my wife, I'm like, seems like it's quieter. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it does seem like it's quieter. Then we go upstairs where you can hear like through the register vents. And it's a little bit quieter, but it's yeah. noticeable. Damn it. So, but is it, it, it's good enough. To, I mean, is it running now? So you guys have heat. You just have to deal with the yeah. fact. Yeah. It's not even so loud. After a while, it's like a like a jet engine noise that you don't even notice it anymore. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah. I'd probably notice it if it was off. I'd be like, oh, no, what's wrong? I don't hear that thumping. It's like a, just it's like like a, a jet engine. To a heartbeat. Hey, I just had a brilliant idea. Maybe, or it may be totally stupid. But have you ever bought like shoe insoles, like shoals, you yeah. know, shoes? Yeah. And you know how it's like size nine through thirteen, and then you just cut the lines to your right. What if they made air conditioner filters like that, where you just they, buy they one? They have that. Like, they have what? one like that, but it doesn't work very good. It's not rigid enough. I've tried it. Fuckers. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I respect the idea. I respect the idea that you came up with it without knowing that they had it. So still a good idea. Kudos to you. It was a good idea nonetheless. What about an extra big condom that you can rip rip pieces off of so that it finally fits you? There you go. Now, I like that idea. <laughs> that, since I'm always using condoms, by the way. <laughs> you using condoms anymore? And I'm always complaining how big they are. Right. Well, you should... You're not supposed to shop in the jumbo department. Yeah, it's like a men's sock. <laughs> speaking of which, uh, I got... Speaking of men's socks, okay. Well, I mean, I think at one time, didn't people... Did I ever tell you about my friend who tried to use a sock as a condom? 
No, but I would love to hear this. We were at a frat party in Austin way back in the day. Somewhere that's how, that's how that story should start, by the way. 90. And uh, my buddy picks up a chick, right? And, uh, of course, oh. she's some trampy sorority chick, of course. Amen. So, of course, she wants to have sex with him, but he doesn't have a condom. What so she he's telling her that he has a condom, and he's trying to use a sock as a fucking condom. Oh, my God. And I don't know if she ever knows or not, because I think what he ended up doing was using his underwear as a condom. Silk underwear? That must have felt really fucking good, I would imagine. Nothing like having sex with a piece of fucking sandpaper. I prefer it that way. Well, and here's the deal, too. My other thing for the word maintenance is, guess what? The double Z's tooth finally gave way in a little spot. What does that mean? Is it hurt? Is it cracked? Yes, it hurts. It finally hurts. It finally just isn't ugly. Now it hurts. Oh, shit. Where where that goes away, just out of curiosity. It'll go away. You know, it could be the last time that I thought I had a really bad tooth. I was like, oh, fuck, no. It turned out I just had an ulcer on my gum, and it was hitting that nerve, and that went away. Now my tooth is fine. No, no, I spit out a little piece of tooth today. Okay, that's not good. No, no, it didn't. surely was not good. And I was like, man, it is one of those days. First I wake up to this fucking thing going. Then I'm minding my own business and spit out a fucking chunk of tooth. Not fair. Not fair, Rufus. Not fair at all. 19 shaping up to be a pretty fucking rough year for the double Z. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we're not even halfway through the first month. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. I didn't even think of it like that. Christ. you got you got plenty of teeth to go. Wake me up in 20. 20 is going to be a much better year, I can tell. Uh, well, I don't know. Trump will be in the second term. Well, ah! wall, right? <laughs> oh, that's right. You mean his second year in jail. <laughs> yeah, right. I know, it's sad. It'd be sad if he doesn't go to jail because it's looking like he really did collude and all that stuff. You know what I mean? But it's like, I feel bad for the people who support him because it's like, what does this fucking guy have to do before they'll admit that he's a fucking sham? Even so, he's not going, nobody at that level goes to jail. Nobody at Enron went to jail. Nobody from the housing crisis in 2008 went to jail. None of that. None of the other people from the savings and loan in Texas went to jail. I mean, like, it's always, you know what? There's always that one unlucky guy that goes to jail. There's like one fucking guy who goes to jail. I mean, in jail is a relatively loose term. Yeah. There was that guy that was president, uh, friends with President Clinton. Have you seen this guy? I can't remember his name, but he was having sex with like 15 year old girls. And uh, all kinds of famous people were, he was, he's like super rich fucking guy. This just was in the news recently. And uh, he, they, they cold busted the guy, but they let him plead it down to like a prostitution charge instead of basically rape. And he was going to do like a month in jail. Not even a month. I think it was 10 days in fucking jail. Really? Even though there was like three, 30 girls that he had transported over fucking state lines and flew him around in his jet. Basically, it went on for like 20 fucking years. And people, you know who he was friends with? Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, they asked this guy about his friendship with this guy like 10 years ago. And he said, oh, yeah, the guy's kind of a ladies' man. He likes them really young, is what he said. (laughs) No kidding, really. A ladies' man. Well, yeah, a ladies' man if you like uh, young prostitutes. He's a real preteens man. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. I mean, I guess that just, I'm sure that uh, Trump was saying it, but he didn't, or thinking it, he just knew that. He actually knew it was inappropriate to say that for a change. Right. 
but he's like, fuck it. He's kind of lost his filter now, I think. He doesn't even realize what the fuck he's talking about when he says it. God, did, I don't, did he ever have a filter? I don't know if he did, dude. I, you know what? I, I don't read think so. In 19, when his book came out, The Art of the Deal, I read it, and I was like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Because if you read the book, he's a fucking asshole. He's even tell you he's a fucking lying asshole. Really? I do well, have some good news for you. Okay. I never made it out to get oysters. Oh, I thought you already had oysters. I do. I have this old tin of oysters that expired in 17. Dare I try one of those? I think that makes it even more interesting. Yeah, for me. Not necessarily for you. You're probably sitting on a brand new fucking can of oysters. I stopped on the way back from my adventures today. Picked up some chicken of the sea. Oh, no. I think that's the brand that I got, actually. You know what? I sent my wife up to the store here. So if this particular store, I, I might have to eat Friendly Mart oysters. You know, that's not bad. I mean, oysters are oysters, right? You know, as long as yeah. they smoke. Right. But yeah, I got mine. I, I'm always alarmed. Maybe I shouldn't be. I mean, this is a name brand. But when you open the box and it's just this generic looking tin that looks like it came in an army survival kit. It probably did. Yeah, it's probably from WW1. It probably, it's probably from uh, pre-Civil War. I think if you open it, if you open it up, there's actually a piece of hard tack on the inside. <laughs> hard tack. Jesus Christ. I can't imagine any other podcast throwing out a word like hard tack. Probably not with oysters. Oysters and hard tack. We're going to make it a thing. Oh, hang on. I got to jot that down. This is a, a Hypersoft song in the name Oysters and Hard Tack. That's how you, they used to live in the olden days. I mean, you know what? Ooh. I never really, I remember when we were learning about the Civil War, I was like, Hardtack doesn't sound that bad. How bad could it be? Hardtack and bacon? How did they have their hardtack? I don't know. I watched a YouTube video not too long ago. It's this guy. It's pretty cool. He's a, I don't know if he's a chef or a, just a history guy, but his, his whole shtick is he makes things like food stuff from the 16, 17, and 1800s. <laughs> right. and he, had, he had this one whole episode that was on hardtack. And it was just all the different kinds of the evolution of hardtack, like where it came from, how it was made. And it was uh, it was interesting, but yeah, I mean, the hardtack is basically like a hockey puck made out of bread. Did now is there different kinds of hardtack, or is there just one single hardtack recipe? Um, he said it's all pretty much standard throughout because you can't change it much and have it do what it has to do, which is basically stay safe to eat in a barrel for 18 months. But it started off uh, as being like the food on a ship's. Like oh, the, right. I think I knew that. Right. And it was even, it was like uses currency. Like you got paid in hard time. Really? That's like huh? shopping at the company store. Kind of. <laughs> <Ain't it? laughs> I think that's how Amazon's going to fucking eventually end up with their brick and mortar. You just like, here's your Amazon bucks. Thanks for, thanks for working for us. I love that Amazon Prime hardtack. <laughs> good stuff. It is. Good it's great. Doesn't matter how long it takes to good for, get to you. It's good for fucking eight years. Yeah, they get it from Whole Foods. It's the hardest hardtack they uh, they can make. <laughs> the quality hardtack. But the good thing is, gluten-free. Yeah, sure. It's all preservatives. I mean, I don't know. I don't particularly like shopping at Whole Foods. Because 
they don't really seems like they don't have anything I like that much. It's hard I, to find brand names there. I haven't been in Whole Foods, Jesus Christ, since I was in Austin, and I was with it was a long time ago. But I I was never compelled. I just felt like overwhelmed because I didn't recognize any fucking thing, mm-hmm. and it was all super expensive for like tiny packages. See, and that's the deal. I feel bad because when we met in Chicago, I got you that uh, that Budweiser, and I'm going to tell you why. Because I couldn't find the Bud Light, basically, because there was too many other kinds of fucking beer shouting in my face. <laughs> yeah, Like, unrecognizable yes. brands, like Milner's Ale, and like Woodchuck, and like all kinds of fucking shit. I'm like, where is the fucking regular beer in this fucking store? That's, that's a craze that has got to stop. I mean, I, I get if you can make a good quality indie beer, whatever they call it, okay, great. But they have to stop marketing every fucking idiot who makes a beer because we went into uh, my hometown. We went there for Christmas, and they have a new HEB, which is the big grocery chain down here. You know that, right? And they have it's huge. It's powered huge. Yes, this is the biggest HEB I've ever seen in my life, and uh, it's magnificent. And their liquor aisle, their liquor and beer. Well, I guess wine and beer. It's like 14 fucking aisles, and they're huge. It's like ceiling to floor fridges. And you're looking for beer, and it's all just these weird, stupid fucking names with like comic book characters on them or some dumbass drawings that somebody's brewery buddy kind of knew how to draw. It's all this stupid random crap you've never fucking heard of. Yeah, it's pretty sad when you go to buy beer at the fucking store, and you have to get one of those guys on like those lifts that they have at Lowe's. To come and get your fucking like regular Bud Light off the right. fucking top shelf left, you know they're yeah. like, hold on, sir, we're gonna have to close down the whole aisle because this guy wants to drink Bud Light instead of uh, fucking rock and roll ale or whatever the fuck some jack off came up with where he, you know, it's fucking got Keith Richards sweat in it, dude. It's fucking. Yeah. <laughs> you could probably drink his sweat straight and get fucked up. Not anymore. He's he's off the sauce. What? Yeah, so I'm. My personal opinion is he probably will be dying soon. But he surely he's still on plenty of other things. I would have to think so. Whatever he can, I mean, I'm sure he can get anything he wants legally. Yeah, right? I'm sure some doctors like here have some, whatever, and uh, stay alive. Yeah, last this now you know what I gave up booze, but I'm on opium now. I switched to opium. Yeah, it's like going from cigarettes to vaping. Now, I have smoked opium before, just so you know. One time I smoked opium. Really? I don't... You know what? I didn't... Uh, I, I guess maybe I didn't get good shit. I don't know, but I didn't feel, like, super high, or I didn't want to lay in a fetal position on a wooden bench for fucking 10 hours like they used to do in the 1800s or whatever. That's what I'm thinking. Like, where'd you get opium? Because the only time I ever hear the word opium uttered, it's in, like, references to the 1800s, 1700s. <laughs> right. like. So, the opium ends. Like, who the fuck makes opium now? Uh, I'm like, you know where I got it, in all honesty? From a guy that got it at a dead show, of all places. Well, I guess that might be a place. So I'm assuming it was real opium. I mean, it smelled good. I will give opium that. It fucking smelled good. What did it smell like? Opium. Oh, Cool. <laughs> You know, it's hard to say. It was, like, very flowery. I mean, it's made from an opium poppy, right? Is, is that, I mean, isn't that where an opium comes from? Is, is it basically like smoking heroin? I don't know. 
I think so, yeah. I might have to look that up. Now I feel dirty inside. I fucking smoked heroin or something. But you didn't like it, and you didn't get hooked. I did not get hooked. You know, I'm a fucking chicken shit when it comes to stuff like that. When it comes to drugs, I'm a very fucking chicken shit. I'll smoke weed out the ass, but regular fucking drugs scare me. I don't even yeah. fucking taking aspirin. Me too. Me too. That's I'm, why I'm I have my cheek rot. You should stick an aspirin up in that tooth. Uh, I got a feeling I'm going to have to. Okay. Opium. <laughs> Opium. Let's see. Heavy scented addictive drug. God, I probably never would have fucking even thought of trying it if I read this Wikipedia thing. Uh, yep. Uh, from the juice of the opium poppy. Used as a narcotic in medicine or as an analgesic. Mm, analgesic. Good for the muscles. Smells like... Oh, yeah. Here it is. Smells like opium. I was right. How scientific that is. It was very flowery smelling. I mean, it really did smell good. So maybe it was really opium. But I did not get hooked, and uh, I never actually ever tried it again after that. You know, the only reason, or the only, well, yeah, I guess the only reason is the way to say this. The only reason scientists have any idea what cyanide tastes like, because it'll kill you fucking instantly almost, is a guy committed suicide, and he took it, and right before he died, he said, in case any scientists want to know, it tastes very bitter and kind of like iron. And then it was just his handwriting just fucking fell off the page. Really? Yeah. That guy's a fucking trooper. That I think guy's we should, got respect. We should try it on the show. How come he did not win the uh, the Nobel Peace Prize or something like that? Well, he did posthumously. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously. Was his name Roger Cyanide? <laughs> yes. They yes. should have renamed it after whatever he, whoever he is. He branded it, copyrighted it. He should definitely. Well, I mean, <clears throat> then uh, Metallica—they have that song "Cyanide," right? Do they? Yeah, they have a song called "Cyanide." Not a bad sounding song, but I wonder if James had ever considered ending it all. James has a pretty dark streak there for a while, did he not? Oh yeah, I mean he was, you know, hardcore into booze at least i don't know about drugs but apparently he went through some shit you know same, same you shit. That? what is the name of that show that that shows them and they're making that album what is it and they're going through like all that therapy together have you seen yeah, that it's, it's called a uh, monster i remember watching that <laughs> some yeah kind of monster i some think kind of monster right? that's it i mean i watched uh, it's like damn <laughs> james is a fucking james is a very unhappy person smoke yeah. one pot james it's yeah, it's weird, and it is interesting that maybe things have changed, but boy, it seemed like Lars was just a pissy little bitch back oh, then yeah. too. That's... Now that was after Jason Newstead left, right? Uh, I don't remember. I think that might have been with. Well, no, I'm not sure. I think they were introducing that new guy. That new guy with the long ponytail got to come in during all right. that shit, dude. I mean, I guess the money has to be right, and you're just like, whatever. You know, I'm just a bass player because I don't think that Jason Newsted ever really fit into that band. Uh-uh. You know what I mean? And he's like, no, uh-huh. I'm not saying he wasn't a good bass player. I'm saying they like fucking, they, I don't think they liked him because they were still mad about whatever happened to Cliff Burton. Yeah, I, I've seen interviews with uh, Newstead like after the fact, and he was he basically said the same thing. It's like, they didn't give a fuck about me. And you see these videos of them backstage, like after shows and they get off and they're all energized and sweating their asses up and have their towels and they all go off and they're click and Newstead sitting over in a corner, just like by himself. And they're all high-fiving each other and stuff. And he's just over there. 
he's like they're all blowing each other and he has to like sit there and watch. Yeah, it's like a wicked scepter. <laughs> exactly. Suck that shit. Right where they got the idea. Well then suck that shit, man. <laughs> I'm so fucking horny. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's that shit. <laughs> fucking classic. You know what says? I followed David Cross on Twitter. Yeah. He just makes me sad. What is this? Why? I just... But I don't know. It's like Mr. Show was so fucking good. What What can you possibly do after that? You know, I mean, I'm sure you could do something. I watched his stand-up, and I'm like, eh, all right. You know what I mean? But not... It's not like Joe Rogan type shit, you know what I mean? It's pretty pretty plain, really. And maybe it's because I also hated his super-duper long, obnoxious beard. I mean, you know what? I'm ready for the beard craze and fuck me up. I'm not saying your beard, person. <laughs> I know what I you mean. These beards that are just fucking, okay, we get it. Everybody yeah. can fucking beard. Doesn't everybody should. The big burly beard. See, yeah. I do it to hide my jowls. But I have no desire for the big, burly, lumberjack beard. Right. I'm like, nah. okay. I mean, it's not 1812 anymore. We can You can buy a fucking razor, a pair of scissors at the fucking corner shop, and you're sitting in air conditioning. I mean, first of all, I know that because I've had a beard before, even a small beard can start to stink. Now, a big fucking giant <laughs> beard at the end of the day, nasty. Now, you know what? This is the deal. You shouldn't <clears throat> have a beard so long that when you wake up, your beard is like messed up like your hair gets. <laughs> your beard should never be able to like look like it, you slept on it. Shouldn't have bed beard. <laughs> and there you go. Exactly. Well put, Rufus. Yeah, you should no one should ever have bed beard. I don't I don't understand how people have those long beards and deal with it because like when when what I have gets not much longer than this, I can feel it like just moving every time my muscle moves. It's just like, click, 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 click. So it feels like something's probably crawling in it. It does, yeah. Yeah, it, it does. And that's why I have to shave it, you know, pretty pretty often. How often do you shave? I mean, I can tell you right now, the one thing that's good that's come out of this fucking uh, beard craze, I feel like, is that, well, first of all, the cost of razors have come down because there's just not a demand for fucking razors anymore. Amen. No, the, the, the razor, I, razor is like a fucking fixed price. I think there's definitely price fixing in razors because they're just fucking expensive as fuck. Basically a razor blade is expensive as fuck. I don't know. I use that $5 shave club. And I have to question the quality of their razors. Dude, they're fucking bad. Are they? Or you just not know what a good razor is anymore. No, I I know what a good razor is, but it's, uh, they'll send me five razors and I'll use one for six months. Because I do shave. That's what I do, too. And that's what I was going to say. The good thing that come out of this uh, this whole beard craze is that if you go, like, a week without shaving, no one fucking cares. You know what I mean? You're Now you're just like, a hey, maybe he's starting some fucking cool beard. You know, you know what I mean? Instead of just a lazy guy, a guy that's too fucking lazy to shave. That's how I ended up with this mess, is I, I went camping or something or went somewhere and I didn't shave and I came back and was like, that looks halfway decent. I'll just fuck it. I'll just leave it like that. So I shaved the jawline, and I stuck with it. But, I, yeah, I can't do beyond a certain point. Like I said, it's just like bugs crawling. You can feel the whiskers moving. I'm trying to think. Since we have fired the band back up, have you not had a beard? 
No, it's been a lot longer than I thought, actually. I, th- I thought it was more recent. Like it turns past out few it was years. 25 years ago. I looked at some old pictures from, like, Facebook. I got on Facebook in, like, 2009, and back then I had this. And I was like, what the fuck? Did I really? And you haven't lost one whisker. You ever think about that? If there is there one piece of hair that you think has continuously grown, and I'm not saying got super long, but hasn't fallen out at the follicle in that nine years? Yeah, it's this one. <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah, oh, I, yep, I see it now. It says, I think it says, "Happy New Year, 2009." Yep, yep, I see it. Yeah, I, I talk to it every night before I go to bed. What are you gonna do when it finally falls out? Are you gonna have it cremated or bury it in the backyard? Uh, I'll weep, and I'll, I'll probably snuff it up my nose to make I it part of my body again. Last night, I couldn't fucking sleep, right? So I'm flipping around. This is like fucking 4 o'clock in the morning. I don't know why. I've been in this thing where I just can't fucking sleep lately. Probably Damn. just manic. But, uh, <laughs> so I'm flipping around, and the only thing I can find on is like the last, and you know what? I don't know why. I, I must hate myself. I watched, <laughs> I watched the last ten minutes of Marley and Me. What? I've never <laughs> seen that. Are you serious? I so, hear it's a, it's a depressing movie it's about a dog. It's so fucking depressing, dude. And then I watched the most depressing ten minutes of any fucking movie ever fucking made. Wow, right? is that depressing? Well, I mean, the, the guy's putting together, putting his dog to sleep at the very end, right? And I'm like reliving every moment I had with every fucking dog oh, that I had no. to sleep. And then I look at the date, and it was the movie was made the same year that I had to put uh, Pitsky to sleep. What like, the damn fuck? it. They knew it. They fucking, again, they made something out of the story of my life. They stole it from you. Can I tell you something? And I don't know if I told you before, but when we were putting Pitsky to sleep, right? We did it here in our living room at our house. And he was only sick for like one day, right? Mm. He lived to be almost 17. Damn. But weird thing is, the night before he died, we had an earthquake where I live, right? Which is fucking unheard of. And he was acting crazy. And uh, so he, I wake up and he's just not himself, right? I mean, he looks super weak or whatever. He had something on his spleen that he had been dealing with. He never had any medicine or anything like that. He just kind of suffered through it. He was always kind of fat, always had a real good appetite. But then one day, the, the, the day after that earthquake, we woke up and he was just like really weak, right? He could like mm-hmm. barely move, barely get up and stuff. And I knew it was the day. And they always tell you, your dog will tell you when when it's the day. You know oh, what I mean? Man. It was the day. So, of course, we call the vet to come do it. And yeah. they're like, you can't do it at your house. You have to call the uh, the Humane Society will come out and do it for you for like 90 bucks or whatever. I'm like, all right. So we called the Humane Society. They're like, yeah, we're on our way. They show up fucking six hours later. Six hours? Yeah, so the poor dog is, like, suffering for fucking six hours. And they're like, we're on our way, you know. And uh, so right before he goes down, right, I'm talking to him. I'm holding him. Dude, you're not. This is going to make me cry, maybe. I bet. I bet. He's not. He gave me a a very weak, and this is, you can ask my wife. Shut up. I swear to fucking God, dude. I swear to God. He fucking lightning strike me down right now. And I was kind of doing it to him, and he gave me a. One last little oh, man. Like that week. It was so sad. And I wish I had it on fucking tape. Oh, man. It's rough. Oh, jeez. But he really did. And I always think, man, that was probably the fucking smartest dog that ever fucking lived. And gutsiest son of a bitch, too. Man. Like, I'm almost eager to die to see him again, probably. Mm. That's a pretty sweet thing to say. 
do you think there is a, an afterlife? I hope there is. I don't know what the fuck it is, but it'd be cool. Yeah, I'm like, I hope there's an afterlife because the other day I saved a fucking stink bug instead of killing it. I'm like, that would be a shame if I go to all this extra work, right? Like not killing insects and stuff like that because I'm like, hey, I hope someone's noticing that I didn't kill this stink bug for the afterlife. You know, who cares that I fucking abuse small children or animals or whatever, but insects, you know, <clears throat> I hope what? someone's noticing. I don't even care if there's someone to notice. It'd just be cool if, like, you transcend to something else. I mean, you think you're in the womb. You're a living being with your mind and brain having your own... Are that's you? your whole fuck. That's your whole fuck. At some point, you are. Well, I mean, you don't think all that happens the instant you take your first breath? No, no, because they see you sucking your thumb and you blink and you're scratching. Yeah, I mean, you're you know, aware. Uh, fucking, uh, uh, those are just probably maybe natural instincts well of course it is i'm not saying it's any more well, than like I'm, an insectoid reptilian kind of thing how do you know not to breathe well fuck how do you know to breathe well, there you go that's what i'm saying right, Maybe it's you take that first breath that's when your fucking spirit enters your body you think no i don't believe in a spirit like that but i'm just saying <laughs> like you know you spend that that period of your life and then you kind of die and you're born in this whole fucking new world maybe that's what happens here? We yeah, fucking die, and now we're to die is to be born again. I said that in 1988. Just so you know, and I wrote down the same day. Never tr- This is a true story. Never trust a mechanic that rides a bike. <laughs> That's gold. Those are two things that I wrote down one day in 1988. I do remember that. Why do you remember the year? Because uh, I got a little day planner, right? And I wrote it down in my day planner for 1988. How fastidious of you. My first year at St. Edwards, and it was actually happened at Fremont Dorm. And I'm like, yep, going to start keeping a journal and really fucking putting the nose of the grindstone with this day planner. <laughs> Had the day planner for 20 years, opened it like 20 years later. There was still only two things written in the fucking day planner. Those two fucking quality quotes, I might add. Yeah, I've I've had like journals and shit before, and every time I get one, you know, blank page journal, I'm like this is gonna be it. It's gonna be my life story every fucking day, and then it ends up like work notes or shopping <laughs> lists paper. or fucking bullshit. My my parents got me one for Christmas, nice leather bound. It's in my backpack, and I was like, New Year's resolution. I'm gonna start keeping a journal. Guess how much I've written? New Year's Day. Thank None. You, mom and dad. Oh, not no. even a thank you. Did it's you put absolutely the, blank? Did they put the date and the year in it? I hope for you. No, it's it's totally blank. It's I, I'm totally gonna, blank. Totally I'm nothing gonna, in it. I'll find it in twenty years and won't even know where it came from. Now you know what I bought about two years ago that I still haven't used a Franklin planner. Have you seen these things? What the hell is that? A Franklin planner is like the most fucking advanced like calendar that you could buy and it, it was invented by ben franklin what and it's like basically got your whole day scheduled out to like the fucking minute and then like a recap of every day and everything and i was like man yeah fuck yeah i'm gonna get my shit together never even not one never even wrote one thing in there and then i was like you know what it's just inconvenient so i downloaded the franklin app oh my god yeah still still sitting empty but i did download the app so step one, the first thing you should put in your Franklin planner is use the Franklin planner. Right. Yes. Okay. You should, or buy the app. 
or by the app and then use the app. Right. Then you know what the what the app needs to do is remind you to use it every day. That's where the map goes <laughs> the, the app goes wrong because it doesn't remind you that it exists. Yeah, yeah. You know what? By the time I think about what what I should do during the day, I find out that the day is usually wrapping up. Like, yeah, this is the whole day. Whole I day always I that's me too. I always think about what I should have done, not what I should do. I'm like, oh fuck, I was supposed to do that. And you know what? And I'm always like, well, you know what? Good thing is I can wait and I'll do it tomorrow. Then tomorrow comes and you know what? I forgot to do it again. And then like whole months go by like that lately. Oh yeah. 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 I know this. And months go by quick. Oh, I know. Jesus criminy. I mean, it's God, like damn. I don't, a week is like a fucking day now. Yeah, it's like yeah, every I time know. I turn around, it's Monday. Like what? Monday? We, we're, we didn't even have a weekend. It's fucking Monday already? And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's just something that your perception changes when you get older, or if it has something to do with having phones where you always can know the date and the time. I don't know what it is, but it just seems like weeks just burn I remember, and I remember when I was like, this is going to sound crazy. When I was like 12, my mom was taking me to, uh, to baseball practice, and we were talking about something, and I said, man... This summer seems like it's taken forever, right? Because, of course, mm-hmm. I was going to baseball practice. I probably didn't want to fucking go or something. And she's like, well, when you get as old as me, you'll just – you'll remember that. Because when you get as old as me, it'll be like a day last – a week lasts a day. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, Mom. You know what I mean? Now I'm like, oh, my God, my mom was right about something. It's fucking scary. Well, when I was in the eighth grade, I remember my math teacher – explaining i don't even know why it came up but it came up in class about this like a, you know, why does time passing seem slower fast or whatever and she said here's the deal she's like when you kids get older time's going to just whiz by she said the reason that is i don't know if this makes sense but it kind of sounds cool she's like she said think about it when you're five years old three years is only half of your life so three that's half of your fucking life you know you're looking back on half of your life when you're 10 Five years, that's half your life. So it seems like five years is a long time. But when you get to be 40, then everything's condensing. Yeah, 20 years is half your life, but five years is only a tiny bit. And a whole year is like nothing. And, you know, she's like, it just, that's why. It's because you get older and what becomes half becomes smaller and smaller. And probably because you're getting closer to death, you're like, oh man, it's going way too fucking fast. You're wishing you could put the brakes on because now, Instead of thinking about how old I am, I'm thinking probably how many more years until I die. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, my God, I, I'm more than halfway done with living, more than likely. Yeah, I've been thinking about that, too. But technology's racing along, my friend. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I'm like, man, all right, make something happen. Yeah, I mean, there really is shit going on that's, like, never happened before. I just hope it... With my luck, I'll just I'll die of some completely unrelated... Probably two weeks age. before they come out with the cure... Yeah, I'll get hit by a I'll tell you what I will not do. I will not have my head frozen for a later date, I don't think. I don't think. I'm not – I don't think they have the technology yet. (laughs) Wait, if they get the technology right, there's a chance. But I think I'll probably wait. I I don't know. It's a toss-up now. Now that I've talked to myself into maybe doing it. I did just buy a new deep freeze today. Oh, now I know what you're planning on doing. I wonder how many times a guy at fucking like uh, like a Home Depot or wherever you bought your deep freeze has sold one, and then someone goes home and chops up a body and fucking puts it in there. We should do an, a, a, a hidden camera video where one of us goes into Home Depot to buy a deep freeze and ask questions like, uh, 
You think it'll hold a torso? Like a human well, torso. If if the power goes out, how long before this thing starts stinking? Yeah, yeah. Let's just say I have a human oh, head what, in there. What if you took it in there and uh, you take your wife and your kid with you and you're like, hey, and you start measuring them and then measuring <laughs> the freezer. You yeah, know, kid, we'll take this one. You guys crawl in there and just see if, okay, <laughs> yeah. Okay, wait, no, wait a minute. Now you get on top of her, like, yeah, okay. And, and then you ask the guy, you think I could still fit a side of beef in there with them in there? <laughs> right. You know, you know what we should do? You know what a great hidden camera deal would be to go buy that, right? Return a shovel. Right. First of all, you start off by returning a shovel because obviously you're not going to fucking bury someone. You're going to put them in a deep freezer. Then buy like a couple of fucking saws, some plastic <laughs> bags. Yes. What you would need to like fucking wrap somebody up and put them in a freezer. Because every time you see one of those datelines or whatever and they show the guys like at Home Depot buying like a shovel, a tarp, some yeah. green tape, you know what I mean? Bleach. I mean, it's it's like, I wonder if there's like a certain combination of things that you buy that would like automatically call the fucking cops. I'm sure. I'm, have you seen that documentary? You may have even recommended this to me. I don't remember about the guy. Remember the guy in the 90s? I think we might have watched this unfold at Roehampton where they strapped a bomb to his neck and made him yes. rob a bank. Yes. Yes, I watched that on Netflix. I did. How fucking crazy is that? And there was a, a dead guy in a freezer in that yeah, documentary. Yeah, I was just going to fucking say that a couple minutes ago. Yeah, that lady was a fucking nut job. Or was it that dude? That was the hard thing to fucking tell. Was it the lady or the dude? Or it seemed like they turned on each other. Both. They were both fucking apeshit nuts. Insane. They were nuts. They were totally fucking nuts. Her, she was nuts from the fucking get-go. I mean, cause Oh, yeah. Jail, right for blowing the guy's head off or whatever and then was trying to rat out the other guy and they never actually caught the other guy did they because he died of cancer first yeah i think so i think so but it was obvious it was pretty fucking obvious that he was shady oh yeah but i mean they just couldn't prove him then they did find that body in the freezer right yeah yeah well that was body in the freezer because she told him about it but he said she did that and made me move the freezer into my house yeah, that was his deal. I don't care if you're a dude and you've never murdered someone. Okay, but if you're help, if somebody comes to you and says, "Hey, I've got a dead body in my freezer. Can you move it somewhere? Can you help me move it?" I, I think you're guilty of something if you just be like, "Yeah, okay." I'm amazed that like the freezer never broke down or anything. You know, I mean that was a well-made freezer. GE. It was was it? Yeah. Cheese mortuary series. Yes. Yeah. yeah it was coffin size. <laughs> it's a perfect size for one body only. I'll take the single body freezer, please. The <laughs> single body freezer. Now, would that be uh, in one whole piece, or would you like the cubic foot one that you can chop them up and fit one whole body stacked up? You can. Uh, there's a bundle. You can get a headstone with it if you want. Okay, <laughs> yeah, bundle. Right. Well, I mean, it won't be too long till they are just putting everybody on deep. Well, we don't have the room, do we? So only the rich people will get the deep freezer treatment. This is true. So I guess my, no wonder they're only saving head now. You know what, back to your idea about the hidden camera thing, it would also just be cool to like, if you worked at Home Depot and they were like, yeah, we need to set up some little sales demonstration or whatever. And you know how they have like, uh, they'll have the grill bundled <laughs> right, with the furniture yeah. and stuff. 
have the freezer bundled with like the plastic bags and the tarp, right. the shovel, and the shovel hatchet. On sale. Right. <laughs> you won't even need the shovel. What else would you know? An extension cord, maybe. A lock. Yeah. Right. You always have to have a lock. And I have a lock on my your freezer. deep freeze. You ever think you've been close to a deep freezer with a body in it? Uh, probably not. I mean, I don't. I can't think of a situation where I was. Now, I watched this thing the other night, and it was like how Dahmer got caught. Are you familiar with how he actually got caught? I've read about it, but I don't recall the details now. But it was pretty grisly, right? He had some shit in his apartment. He did. Body parts. But the way that they found it, dude, was a fucking complete fucking fluke. It wasn't like a bunch of detective work. Or anything like that. It was a fucking domestic disturbance call. Right. <laughs> he was trying to murder some dude. Right? And he drugged him, I thought. And the guy wouldn't fucking die, basically. Yes. So yes. he was going to cut the fucking guy's head off while he was alive. And the guy got, like, this superhuman fucking strength. And threw Dahmer off and was trying to get out and making a bunch of ruckus. And someone called the cops. And the cops showed up, and they weren't even going to come in. They were just going to give, like, a fucking domestic disturbance call. And they came in, and on some kind of fucking weird intuition, this cop looks in the fucking uh, refrigerator, and there's a fucking head in there. Can you fucking imagine? Can you imagine? Cops fucking must have fucking, oh my, I know, could you fucking imagine that? You... No, no. What do you do? The protocol has, you're on a domestic disturbance call and suddenly there's a head in the fucking fridge. What? Yeah, I don't think they fucking train you correctly for that. I bet you those guys were sure as hell not trained for it. I got a buddy whose uh, son is a cop, right? And he's a younger guy. He's only been on the force a couple of years, maybe two years. And I was asking uh, my buddy about him the other day. Tripper, if you're listening, giving you a shout out. But uh, he said that his because I'm like, what kind of calls is he going on? You know what I mean? Trying to figure out, you know, what's happening. And he said the majority of the calls are domestic abuse, first of all. Sure. And then, and I said, oh, yeah? And he said, yeah, but he's seen some pretty fucking weird shit. Like, people have blown their fucking heads off. Like, his second call was the guy that swallowed a shotgun. What? His second call? He had to fucking, and I said, oh, my God. He had to stay there on the scene and help the coroner clean up the fucking pieces of this guy's fucking head with like what? a shovel. Yeah. He did. He did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is that like? And he's like, I'm like, do they, do they offer therapy or something like that? He's like, no. Cause he asked his son the same thing. And he said, no, well, we watched a lot of videos about crying scenes and shit, but I'm like, I don't think anything can fucking prepare uh-huh. you for this. Oh, that's like a war battle zone kind of shit. I remember watching Faces of Death. Did you ever see any of those when you were a kid? I knew of them, but uh, in small town, I never had access to any of them, no. You know, what's funny is you could rent Faces of Death at my local fucking video store. No shit. No, yeah. I looked for them you there when I was a kid. literally fucking rent Faces of Death. God. And it was like the classic monkey someone eating the monkey's brain. I mean, it was awful. It was fucking disgusting. But a lot of it was like people getting hit by cars, you know. I prefer your guy dying of a heart attack. I'm not sure I prefer that because that's kind of scary to me. (laughs) Yeah. This is what I would not do right now. I would not be watching Faces of Death anytime soon. I don't, 
you don't watch Faces of Death in your in middle age. I think that you're like, uh, you're gonna fucking visit no. that soon enough. No, you watch Faces of Life and catheter commercials. <laughs> yeah, you go That's to church. You, you go to church and say, "Oh my God, I hope right. there's something else." <laughs> Please. <laughs> or maybe not. I mean, who knows? You know, did I heard the other day that they came out with like the top 100 countries with the happiest people, where the people are the happiest, right? Sweden. Yes. Norway. Yes. Finland. Denmark. Yes. Denmark. Finland. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All those fucking places that, I mean, first of all, it's kind of weird because it's dark half a fucking year in those places, right? I mean, don't they yeah. have these weird, like, super long nights and shit? And I'm just like, you know what, though? I think I was like, they don't fucking worry over there. They're not fucking wow. grinding themselves out. Like, we, America, number 18. 18 on the fucking list. Top We're 20. the best place to live in the world. Apparently not. No. I mean, none of you, you want a good life. Well, well I mean, like, they, I pay more in taxes. they pay more in taxes and all that shit, right? Because they have free health care, free, free education. I'm like, you don't hear of a lot of fucking crazy people because they educate their people. And there's right. not like this crazy disparity between the rich people and the poor people, right? Everybody's like, I don't have to worry about fucking getting sick or paying for college or all that shit. You know, I don't care about I'm not like a, a socialist, but I think that building a wall is like a socialist thing to do. Is it not? I don't know, but it just seems dumb to me. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. I mean, I, mean, I build it to the sky and then to the mantle of the earth. Building a wall is is unnecessary. No. I mean, I get like I, I I'm on board with like vetting people I, and one hundred percent and, and I letting all that. But agrees with that. But I mean, dude, what happened to what? Give us your poor, your hungry, your right. neglected, or whatever. You know, I mean, that's kind of what we're supposed to be about. My, my I mean, grandpa was a an immigrant that came through Ellis Island. You know, so I don't I I get sick of these people that you know that they're immigrants. People like last names or like something ERE or whatever. You know they came from somewhere else and like, well I got mine, but fuck everybody else. You know what I mean? Right. Fuck they don't deserve to be here. But people are so crazy. They're just mm. it's a scare tactic is all it is. It is a scare tactic, you're right. But uh I mean you think of okay, it's it's gonna be like, I don't know, fucking ten billion dollars to build this wall that's never gonna happen. What if they just put ten billion dollars into opening the doors and saying, yes, all you fucking badass people from all these places that are, you know, disparaged or whatever, come here. Yes, you have to go through a process. We're going to check you out and make sure you're not fucking lunatics. And then everybody comes and we make sure they're all good people that aren't going to fuck us over. And then everybody's happy. I don't get why. Well, I- just buy Mexico and park them in Mexico until they can get over here. The problem with Mexico is the goddamn cartels. Right, but you know, if they would legalize drugs, there would be no need for the fucking cartels anymore. You know, I thought about that. And if there was no human trafficking, isn't that one of the cartels' like biggest fucking deals? The cartels' big deal is drug and drugs and human trafficking. And I've thought about like they should just legalize it, and then boom, no more cartels. But I buy cartels. But they're going to do something, and I've I've wondered like, what are they going to do? Because cartels aren't just going to be like, okay, we're done. I guess. They'll probably get into, like, fucking cybercrime and shit like that. But, I mean, at least that kind of stuff's not as violent. Yeah, at least they're, like, cutting people's heads off. or. Well, I mean, 25,000 people got killed in fucking gang violence last year in Mexico, right? I mean, it's something crazy like that, where they're just 
kill a whole fucking town. Never, never Google cartel violence. So I'll just tell you that because I've seen some crazy shit where they have like a guy tied down alive and they're chopping him up with axes, you know, just to make a statement. Sort of like the Saudi Arabians did to that Khashoggi guy. Yeah, yeah, but to see it. Jesus. Well, you can hear that. Did you ever hear that tape of that Khashoggi guy? I I didn't want to listen to it. Yeah. They played it. uh, They played on the morning news here, so that's how I saw it. This should be our uh, having a pop start and uh, listening to some guy get his fucking uh, shit cut apart. While he's saying how that hurts. When we uh, take the stage. When we take the stage for our first show in 30 years. That's what they should play when we're taking the stage. <laughs> oh my god, yes, they should. We should just make it into a song. To show we should. Post. Oh my god. What a horrible fucking way to go that is. I mean, I guess any of that torture shit. Is fuck. I mean, yeah, count me out for torture. praying for death. Well, what's crazy is I heard about these cartels is, you know, if you suffer enough pain, you're going to pass out. That's it, right? But these cartels will inject you full of methamphetamine, so you won't. Oh, my God. And they just keep going and going and going. Well, I I think the cartel guys, they're also, like, all messed out and fucking. Oh, I'm sure. you got to be mental, too. But Jesus Christ, can you imagine? I mean, your face is getting skinned off your skull and your hands are getting cut off and you're getting gutted alive and they're pumping you full of meth so you can't pass out. Uh, gee, yeah, so you are probably wishing for death. Or you're thinking, oh man, this is going to be an awful fucking come down off this meth tomorrow. Yeah, or this hangover is going to be brutal. Teeth. My teeth! <laughs> yeah. I so mean, what are you I, know do what? About I guess there are certain drugs they never should fucking legalize. But I mean, in a weird way... Almost every drug, every every street drug is legalized as a fucking regular drug made by, like, Lily, Eli Lilly or fucking somewhere. You know what I mean? I mean... Yeah, pretty much. Heroin is just fucking uh, codeine, right? Or any of these opioids. And meth is just this ADHD shit, right? So that's just legalized. There's a great episode of the uh, Dollop podcast about... Uh, codeine and how it became like so God, prolific is not the word, but the, you know, all over the place. For and me. How it, it, yeah. For me. And it goes back into the whole opium thing. And it starts in like the whole story starts in like 1800s and it's fucked up. It's What's the story? Crazy. Give it to me in a nutshell. Give me the second version. I don't remember because it's been a long time since I heard it, but it was really fucking crazy because like all the guys who started it, or who uh, started the marketing of it, like in America back then, because you could just have it, you know. Right. You go to the it's like drugstore. Coca Cola. Yeah, I'll take Coke or a milkshake. Oh, give me some cocaine and some, uh, you know, opium. Right. And heroin. Heroin was big. Uh, you could just buy yeah. heroin. And uh, there was all this when you, the protest against it because it was fucking up families and people's lives and stuff. And they're like, no, no, no. Okay, we're gonna tone it down. We're gonna only you can only get it from a doctor, and then of course the doctors are like, "Well, it won't get paid. I don't give opium." And it, it let it, me it, tell you a little something, and this is probably why I'm scared of, of drugs, Rufus. Yes, sir. When I was 12 years old. Maybe uh, I was maybe I was 13. I watched an episode 
of Little House on the Prairie. Where Albert, you remember Albert Little House on the Prairie? He was like the adopted brother of Half sure. Pint and the rest of the crew. Sure. But he came back from the Civil War and Uh-oh. he was addicted to morphine. Morphine. Yeah. And he was messed up, dog. He was real messed up, old Albert was. And he was sneaking it and lying about it. And then finally he had to kick it, right? They'd paw, put him in a fucking barn and locked up the doors. And Albert had to kick it. And they showed him in there and he was fucking tossing and turning and sweating and puking, <laughs> shitting his pants. But finally <laughs> Albert kicked it, man. He finally fucking kicked the, the horse. And it was well, a good day on the on the prairie the day he did that. And that Morphy. I'm telling you, I was at the right age to fucking watch that where I'm like, man, drugs are fucking scary now. Then yep. hot came along and it wasn't scary. And beer didn't seem too scary. But morphine, no way am I getting on fucking morphine. Oh, come on. Pot pot and beer. Pot specifically, I don't think is a drug. I don't consider no, it. It's not. It's, it's like a lifestyle. It is. It is. It's a it's it like a, a it's a missing puzzle piece from the human mind, I think. Honestly. I think you're right. Well, I mean, you know what? The the whole idea that your mind your body has an endocannabinoid system in it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, obviously, we've been using it in some way or another since we were fucking primates or even maybe banana slugs. I mean, who the fuck knows how long we've been eating it? Banana slugs. Sounds good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We should make a candy and call it the banana slug and it would be chocolate. Dude, I swear I saw a news story and you'll have to correct me if I'm wrong. That they're floating a uh, an amendment or a law or something in Congress, you know, when they start doing their jobs again, that will actually like legalize hemp to make hemp like right. a, a no, thing that, that can they, be used. They again. already did that. They already did that. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's legal to grow hemp in Virginia, Michigan. You can grow hemp. There's like a handful of states where you can grow hemp. Uh, North Carolina, I do believe in, but something happened in North Carolina recently that. Now they're trying to mess. I mean, the only reason that hemp is illegal is because uh, Hearst bought a bunch of fucking, he wanted to chop down all these trees that he had bought to make his paper for his newspapers, right? He invested heavily in all these forests that he was planning on chopping down. And he didn't want the hemp market to come in and fucking sell paper cheaper. So he lobbied Congress to fucking outlaw it. And then the DuPonts did the same thing because they admitted nylon and they didn't want uh hemp you know fiber you know think about it slavery i wonder if slavery could have been uh eradicated or at least come to a conclusion earlier if they would have just had hemp right if, well they had if, hemp back then though right did they not i mean but they just thought cotton was better i mean i don't know i don't know cotton's pretty good but it's just disgusting that something like duponts or who the fuck ever some big rich guy or corporation could be like yeah government uh outlaw this because i want to make some more money happens every day still i mean think about this internet net neutrality and all that shit i mean that's just big government saying hey you know what we you gotta let us have it because we know what to do with it you can't let ever everybody else have it yeah i don't know there's something i get the government well i don't get the government I get the government. Okay. I get the government wanting control over the internet because then that's, they can squelch dissent of the government. Right. But there's something different about a corporation just being like, hey, outlaw this. 
here's a bunch of money. Make this illegal. Especially when we tout ourselves as a capitalistic society and not a socialist or an oligarchy. You know what I mean? But right. there's certain companies that are above the fucking law that say, oh, well, we have to make the law because we're the bosses. We have the most money. So we know what's good for everybody. Yeah. I think above the law is generous, Zigzag. I mean, they're like outside they, they're the, the realm. They of make the law. the law. Yeah. Which is even more disturbing. I mean, you know what? If you go back and look at what happened with fascism under Mussolini, there's a, a weird fucking correlation to what's happening in America right fucking now. And it all kind of even goes back to like gerrymandering and shit like that, oh, where no. the will of the people means fucking nothing. But there's a few people that fucking bite on the apple that say, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the way it is. So shifty and shady. So long story short, we are relocating Hypersoft HQ to Finland, Denmark, or Sweden. Yes, absolutely. I think about that every day. I mean, even that guy PewDiePie. You probably know who PewDiePie is, right? I, I know the name, but I've never seen a second of his videos. Are I've they good? One second of it. No, no, it's not good. Okay, of course. I, I, he's, I, he's harmless. You know I, what I mean? I, but uh, I wouldn't call it good. But he has 89 million followers or something fucking insane like that. See, that makes me just sad about the human race. I just want to call PewDiePie and, like, can you spare a million followers, dude? Can't you just spare them for some guys, some talented guys? That, dude, I don't think anybody who likes PewDiePie is smart enough to like us. Honestly, I'm not being, like, facetious. I, I, they're, right, they're probably no, dumb. Definitely not there, his kind. Of, you know what? I think he started out as just, like, people watching him do gaming. He's a gamer. What? What's, what's I don't mine? know, because my daughter laughs. It, like shit when she's watching people's Fortnite mashups or whatever the fuck they do on YouTube, and I'm like, what is My boy funny does that too. about that? Nothing is fucking funny about this. And she'll be laughing so hard. I'm like, you don't think that's funny. You're laughing because they want you to think it's funny or something. Yeah, yeah. God, you know my I mean? kids all hooked on Fortnite. Did you see me doing the Fortnite dance? Did you recognize that at all? When you did the dab, I did the Fortnite, like the can't remember what they call that dance, but I gave it this. Is you know they do their hands like this or something. Uh, there's so many Fortnite dances; they all blend together. I know there is. Me. You're right. There is. There is. I think they like the muhada or the hatama or some shit like that. Well, I guarantee you, my son knows it and does it all the time. He's constantly <laughs> I'm sure he doing does. Fortnite. He does that the the floss thing. You're right. Yeah, my my Jeez. daughter does the floss as well, and you know. What's crazy is my daughter doesn't play the Fortnite. She plays Fortnite, but she doesn't want to shoot anybody or do anything like that. So she uh -oh. goes to this place that's it's like a, I don't want to call it a player, but there's no one else there. And she just flies this fucking airplane around. And, like, builds <laughs> oh, shit. That's cool. It is, but then I'm like, let's go to a place where we can shoot somebody. You know, because I'll end up watching her do it. And it's so crazy because I'll watch her do it for a fucking hour. And she's like, oh, yeah. okay, Dad, you can quit looking over my shoulder now. And I'm like, let's go find somebody and fucking smoke them. You know what I mean? She's like, no, I don't like playing like that. I yeah, got my, up. My boy, he plays the game. He gets in there, and he's got his friends online. That, right. He's even met online with some friends from school. And we only let him play it like in the living room, because I want to hear what these kids are saying and what right. he's saying to them. And some of the conversations they have are pretty fucking silly and funny. Are they like, so my dad got a deep freeze. I think I'm going to end them tonight and put them in the deep freezer and we, you guys can come over <laughs> and drink all the Pepsi and fucking play Fortnite all night. Yeah, it's along those lines. 
Typical. How big of a boy did you get? Did you get like a six footer or did you just get a three footer? It's a big footer. I mean, we have uh we had a small one. Right. But that's loaded. And then our our freezer side of our fridge is loaded. We're like, fuck, you know, I'd like more room in the, the fridge. And so we found the, the big one and it's I mean, we got here's the one we got. It's in my office right there. This little guy. Right. That's the one we have. Yep, yep. Right. Next to the weight set, just so you folks know, looks like the roof's been pumping some eye. I've been pumping that freezer. I, I bench it. <laughs> oh, cool, dude. I want to see you put it over your head right now. Well, I oh, can't do it. Dude, that's amazing. How are you fucking, how are you balancing it like that on your finger? Wow. I've been doing it for years. I can tell. And it's empty. It's empty. But, yeah, the other one we got, the big one, has deep. It has so to mark. Are you going to take the stuff out of that one? And put it in the bigger one? Yes. Or how's this yes. going to operate? Right. We'll, we'll plug in the new one tomorrow. It's too big to fit in the door. I got to take the uh, lid off. You got to take the lid off. And we'll put that in here and let it cool for, I guess, 24 hours. And then we're going to transfer everything from that one into the new one. And then fill the rest of it with who the fuck knows what. And then take this one. And I guess sell it? I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. You want a deep freeze? A little deep yeah, freeze? Yeah, sure. Send it. Send it. I'm sure that shipping on a deep freeze is probably pretty fucking reasonable. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll, let you pay for it. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll overnight it. Make sure you get all of the body parts and anything that might not be legal to put in the mail out of there first in case they x-ray it, though. Yeah. Fine. I'll try. We had a deep freeze, and I unplugged it a long time ago because we never got anything out of it. It was filled up, yes. Did we ever use it? No, we did not. There was like shit in there for like 10 years. And I'm like, oh, you know what? This thing's just fucking sucking electricity now. Now, how come you can't leave your your uh, your freezer outside? We probably could. And I thought about that, but I have no electrical outlet outside. Oh, no shit? No. I, I, I need to add one. And I, I looked it up last little, week. What about in your shed back there where you have your other outside office? I just have no room. My really? shed's full of shit. Yeah, I need to clear it up. Let's hear what's in the shed. Now. I remember when that shed had... Did you ever finish that wall? I took the wall down. Oh, you did? Oh, you I used the boards. They must have been. I used, well, I used the boards for something else. Okay. But uh, we use our deep freeze all the time, though, so going out to the shed would not be not be good. Right. Now, what is the last thing you got out of the deep freeze? Well, that's the wife. She's the one who cooks. As you should. Well, what's the last thing you got out of the deep freeze? Me? Yeah. The wife asked me to get some chicken. So I got some chicken out of the deep freeze. All right. All right. When was that? Uh, Last week. Whole chicken? uh, Chicken pieces? Here's the deal. Here's here's how I know that that deep freeze is used often. It's because it's in my fucking office. Oh, I see. So I'm in here working, and I keep my office door locked, and then I hear dink, 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 dink. Need something from the deep freeze. I'm going to make a pot roast. Need a pot roast. Good. Get the fucking pot Did roast. you ever have... I got a question for you. Did she ever come through, get the quote-unquote pot roast, and later you see the pot roast in the garbage? <laughs> and see what the fuck you were doing in there? Only after I tasted it. <laughs> Zinga! Tonight, folks. Jesus Christ. Now, was that because you wanted to throw it out, or was that because it came up unwillingly? 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was good. It was good for a while. Now, when's the last time you puked from being sick? I was thinking about this the other day. Now, I'm not I talking have... about drunk or hungover. I'm talking about sick. Dude, I'm not on wood here. I honestly have not puked since 1996. Really? Do you yeah. remember the day that you puked? I don't remember the date, but the day was at a party, and there was a keg of dark beer, and I just drank too much dark beer and I puked. But that was, I have not puked since 1996. I mean, I was trying to think the other day, the last time I puked, I can't remember. I don't think it had been that long, probably. Oh, no, I remember once I got drunk at this uh, dealer show for the place that I, like, my biggest customer, and I was driving through the fucking uh, drive through at Burger King on the way home. Of course, I was driving, because that was the smart thing to fucking do after... <laughs> 20 beers and like 15 shots of whiskey. But well, it, sure. it, and here's the deal. It was only like 10 o'clock at night. You know, it wasn't like three o'clock in the fucking morning. Like you would think I had had all that before 10 o'clock at night. And I was in the drive through at Burger King and I started coughing. Right. Oh no. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh no. You know, and it, I was drunk obviously, but I didn't think I was going to throw up drunk. I mean, I remember it, but I started coughing and this is so fucked up. So I'm getting ready to order or whatever, and I've got my window down. But yeah. my instinct is to reach for the fucking button when I felt like I was going to puke. So <laughs> I started putting the fucking window up. No, no. puked on the window, and it went all over my fucking coat. You're kidding. And I just bought this fucking coat that I liked so fucking much. Oh, and my God. I didn't exactly. my wife know that I puked and was driving on the way home, and I was so drunk, so... I had to throw this new coat out that I had for like two days. And like three days later, she's like, hey, where's that coat that you had? And I said, oh, I left it. I left it at that party. I don't I don't have any. I, I just lost. I guess maybe I maybe I do have a coat problem. I did leave one at the Tenacious D. And you know what? I won't be surprised if you're watching uh, Tenacious D and you see Jack Black wearing my fucking coat. I would be surprised if that didn't happen. I would not be surprised at all. Now, Jack Black was talking to PewDiePie the other day, my daughter told me. Well, that makes me hate PewDiePie even more. Yeah, I'm jealous of him for sure. But then I'm like, what is Jack Black doing talking to PewDiePie? Then I'm like, maybe my daughter shouldn't be watching PewDiePie. She's fucking talking to Jack Black. Your daughter is losing respect for you as a musician and an epic bandmate. Oh, she wouldn't dare. She wouldn't dare. She knows who pays the bills. Yeah, no. Without that, no, there's a difference there's between no bills. There's no bill paying. What I've learned about uh, paying the bills is there's a difference between somebody knowing you pay the bills and somebody caring and respecting that you pay the bills. That'd be a lot different, I think, if they knew how big the bills were. Eesh. There was a day yeah. he was making decent money. I could have probably socked away like a fucking million dollars by now, but it's like there's fucking everything is a bill. I mean, I don't paying a bill is a bill. You know what I mean? It costs money to pay a fucking bill. How is that even fair? I don't know. My wife today, we were joking. I got a whisper in here. We were joking around and she said, you know, if I ever divorce you, uh-huh. I'll, I'll keep the house and all that stuff. And I said, no, you fucking won't because I'm going to quit my job and deliver pizzas. So good luck on half of that. Right, I'll take all the cash. Yeah. I'm gonna get a cash only job. I'll live off the tips. You take my five ninety five cent per hour paycheck. You can have it. Have it all. Well, after uh, after you pay for the border wall and gas for your gas <laughs> deal. <laughs> the border wall. I'm gonna deliver pizzas in Sweden. 
You should deliver them to the border. Sounds like there's a lot of fucking people down at the border waiting for pizzas. I'll take some of the bricks off the pile from that wall and make a brick oven pizza restaurant. To be honest with you, dude, this whole fucking, I think this whole crisis at the border could have been uh, avoided if Taco Bell would have never said make a run for the border. I blame Taco Bell for all this mess that we're in now. They I never do. make a run for the border. They should be shank- sanctioned. They should be. They should, uh, they should like do a, a moratorium on, they should start tariffs on cheese and fucking tortillas. Tariffs on cheese and tortillas. We there should boycott them for sure. I'm sure there probably already is for all I know. So, oh. uh, yeah, I would move to fucking Denmark or Sweden or any of those fucking places. Sure. <sighs> Let's do it. I'm in. I'm getting you know, you know, hypersloth could fucking be big there. Like I said, hypersloth could be big anywhere except for Austin, Texas in 1996 because there was too many stupid people and too many stupid bands. And that's pretty much Austin all the time. I, I don't think anybody can be big in Austin anymore. I don't no think. One, no one big has ever come out of Austin. The only good thing about being a, in a band in Austin is being able to say you're in a band in Austin when you're somewhere else. Because right. everybody else thinks Good that's cool as shit. I mean, well, you're in a band in Austin. Anybody in Austin. Right. You could spit and fucking hit four fucking band members in Austin. Yeah, and they're all playing for exposure. Right. Some are pay to play, even, right? I'm sure they are now. Well, that's I how in LA. I mean, I just, I remember when I asked you, I'm like, same one big band that came out of fucking Austin. And by big band, I mean sold a fucking 10 million records. No. None. Zero. None. I mean, Stevie Ray Vaughan wasn't from Austin. He was from Dallas, right? Yeah, Dallas or, or Houston. One of those. I mean, he played in Austin a lot. Right. Like, Come out of Austin. Playing. What about that band Fastball that had that one yeah, song? I, mean, I listen to them occasionally. And no, I mean, they might have sold 100,000 records or something, probably. Uh, Bob Snyder? He's pretty big. <laughs> Where? Where is he big? Well, I don't know. In Austin, maybe? Because he's not big when you get outside of Austin. I you don't hear him on the radio. He was on Rachel Ray's show once. Was he really? Yeah. That must have been towards the end, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, both of their careers. Were the Who are you recording uh, at that point when they're like, Bob Schneider, musician, is going to be on Rachel Ray? If that was fucking Hypersloth, I'm like, dude... I think we should both start looking for fucking pizza delivery jobs, right? <laughs> yes, We're in big man. fucking trouble, Roof. We're on Rachel Ray. We're in big trouble. Fucking mozzarella. We're the, the show's over, bud. We're packing it up. We're time to retire. Time to put my head in a deep freeze. This band is so nutritious. <laughs> you know what? I don't mind the name of her whole line or whatever there. It's kind of clever. But that she came up with it, it fucking annoys me. And I don't even hate Rachel. I don't hate her. She just, she needs to change it up a little bit, I think. She does, I haven't seen or heard of Rachel Ray in probably 10 years. Honestly, what does she do now? I mean, that's her like show. relevant. She still has that show. On what channel? It's on at the weirdest, it either it's, it's on at like 10 o'clock in the morning, so it's not pitted against anything. But it's also... No one who could watch it. You know what I mean? No yeah, one's watching. They're phasing her out. Well, it's just one of those things <clears> where <throat> fucking advertisers are like, yeah, you know what I mean? That's in the budget, whatever. Just throw <clears> something <throat> at her. And 
It's Rachel Ray. She's harmless. She probably won't say anything fucking stupid. Or, yeah. You know what I mean? I would love to hear like her say something like that was controversial. You know, I thought personally she she probably would like one on one because she she always seems like a like a guy's guy kind of gal. You know, I mean she's you know I can see her wearing a baseball mitt and doing one of these. That's because she's married to that spineless dude John who looks like a, more effeminate than her even. Well, that's not. He's a songwriter, though. I bet this is the deal. I bet she had Bob Snyder on, and I'm going to do a little research into this, because her (laughs) husband, who considers himself a musician, was probably like, ooh, Bob Schneider's the shit. And she's like, ooh, I'll have him on, because John said Bob Schneider fucking (laughs) rocks. I remember when Bob Schneider was Joe Rockhead. You remember Joe Rockhead? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, okay, Bob Schneider was good then. Give me fucking Joe Rockhead back. That was fun. New Bob Schneider, you don't have the chops. I'm surprised Rachel Ray has a a male husband instead of a female partner, honestly, because she strikes me as that type. You remember when she would like did that spread in Maxim or whatever? FHM. It was FHM. Did I remember? Were we looking through those pictures not that long ago? Did I send those to you? Are we making some jokes about that? We kind of reviewed it on the show or something, but I do recall that because um, I was like, "What? That's Rachel Ray." I know she really? looked pretty good, didn't she? Yeah, she did. Like a, she a rectangle. Bitch. Oh, look at you! She made my spaghetti uh, al dente, so to speak. <laughs> my ricotta was all uh, melty. That's your girl Giada. Who Giada needs to eat something, dude? Because I watched her the other day, and I used to think Giada was so fucking hot. Now I'm like, she's a fucking all head. Her, like, yeah. whole existence is just her fucking head. She has one of those. Like, her jawline is so strong that she has, like, a rectangle head. She does. You're right. And but she's whenever... Head, she's head and teeth. Head and teeth. She's always got that goofy-ass smile on her face, which... Marijuana. Yeah, I guess it's marijuana. But like you said, I mean, something something's happening with that chick. She's become too... Uh, too... Skinny. Too it's skinny. Too skinny. That's what it yeah. is. Too uh, show busy, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah, that's for sure. And, you know, the other thing that was disappointing, too, is that she was not wearing a tit shirt. So I had no fucking, I couldn't, I couldn't watch her. I was annoyed. I'm like, okay, okay she's now she's not even showing her fucking tits on her show anymore. <laughs> Unacceptable. I'm not watching this garbage. That should be a, a itemized in her contract, for sure. I think that for a long time she knew that, right? And I'm like, who, would she get a new agent who finally was like, you don't need to show your tits all the time. Don't even worry about that. Let's let's go for substance here. And so if, if I was an advertiser, agent. I would sell her short right now. Yeah, absolutely. A so gay agent could be. A gay agent or an agent that is like has the hots for and he's like, you know, trying to win her over. Or probably a woman who's like the Me Too movement or whatever. You're just, you know, putting yourself out there Ugh. with the boob jokes. But I don't see any other reason that I can't stand these cooking shows where you can't even find the fucking ingredients. So wh- why are you making this? You know what I mean? You know, I wonder when are they gonna run out of shit to cook? I mean, there's only so much fucking shit you can make. <laughs> You're absolutely right. Well, and that's the deal. If you watch any of those fucking, the only show that I like to watch is fucking Guy Fieri's Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives. 
Love it. Love that show so much. It's the only fucking cooking show I need because it's not the same people regurgitating other people's fucking recipes all day long in some fucking commercial kitchen where they, you know, where there's no time or whatever. They're not, they don't really work as fucking cooks. I mean, I don't, you don't see Bobby Flay back slinging some fucking hash at some place. You know what I mean? Maybe you no. do, but it's not the it's not corned beef hash. It's probably hash for his cat Nacho. I do love that show, and there used to be a lot more shows like that where they would just go into these right. restaurants in random places. And uh, Guy Fieri's a nice guy. I remember the first time I saw him, I was like, "Oh man, this guy is a fucking douche." I'm never watching this show. And then, of course, I got hooked immediately because he's such a cool dude. I watched it. Remember, he he won the Next Food Network star. Yeah. I remember watching that one. You know what else? There was another guy before Guy Fieri who won that show, and he was a little Hispanic guy, right? And he was so good, dude, and so fucking likable. But they had found out that he lied about being in the Army full-time. He was only like a part-time person in the Army. And so they fucking fired him from the show. Fuck that. If he can cook and he he won. He actually won the whole fucking season. And then after that, they're like, we're not giving you your show. I'd sue the fuck out of him. I, you know what? I was so disappointed because that guy was good. And I think the next guy was Guy Fieri. Well, they should both have a show, I guess, because I like Guy. That I like guy. guy. I don't want Guy to go anywhere. I love Guy Fieri. And you know what? It's a good show. It's got a fucking little bit of comedy to it. You know what I mean? It's not stiff. But then you get to see these people who, like, are passionate about cooking for real make their fucking, like, yeah. dishes at their fucking restaurants. I mean... What's not to fucking like about that concept? I mean, I don't know if that was Guy Fieri's concept, but whoever came up with that is fucking brilliant. I think it was his, his idea. I think I remember that being mentioned on a, a TV show. Hey, there's this uh, YouTuber that I really like, and his gig is he re- reviews pizza. And he always goes into the pizza restaurant, and he comes out and reviews it on the street. And he's a New Yorker, and so a lot of the pizzas he reviews are in New York. But I checked it out because I was in Chicago, and he reviews some Chicago pizzas. And there's one episode where he uh, reviews a pizza with Guy. And it's it's so funny because they'd never met before. But because right. they both have that kind of hip New York attitude or whatever, they're just ball busting each other's ass and just riffing. And it's a really good episode. Did they like the pizza? Uh, Guy did. Of course, Guy was pretty not critical but analytical he like broke it down and was like yeah the crust you know is this and this and that and the other uh, guy was like guy went there i'll give it a 6.4 well it, it's funny it was in guy one of guy's restaurants but uh-uh. they, they brought the pizza from another oh. restaurant i would eat a guy's restaurant i would try guy's restaurant if i ever was near one but you see these people that do that they fucking travel that diners drive-ins and dives book and they've some people been to like a hundred fucking two hundred of the restaurants that are in the fucking book. Don't they have jobs? No, they're mostly retired people and like people driving around in RVs and shit. We're like, we're gonna hit every fucking restaurant. I'm like, man, I can Amen. dig that. Yeah, I got. I can dig that too. A lot of people say that's fucking stupid. I'm like, right on. I mean, that's, that's pretty fucking cool, really. That'd be fun as fucking hell. I would do that in a heartbeat. And then, I mean, a lot of times I've seen, the reason I know that is because I saw some of the people on one of Guy's shows, right? He's like, hey, it's Bob and Mary Jane are here at uh, the Hot Dog Heaven in fucking Nitro, West Virginia. You know what I mean? And and they've been to 75 of the restaurants in my book, you know, and you're just like, damn. You know what we should do? We should get together sometime and tell Guy 
that we like some restaurant and see if he'll fucking come there for the food. I mean, because that's how he finds places, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, people email him and say, hey, we like the fucking uh, schnitzel at Rock and Roll Joe's. You know, you should come fucking try it out. And that uh, they've admitted, or he's admitted that on the show, that, you know, we heard so many requests by viewers to check this place out, so we're going to check it out. Now, I do have a problem with that. Because Guy Fieri came to a place where I live, right? Yes. Called the Southside Soda Shop. Uh oh. And I went there. I was not impressed. My wife and daughter were impressed. I myself was not impressed. You know why? You know why he went there? Why? Cheesesteaks. He went for the fucking cheesesteak to this place. And I'm like, man, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. I wanted to kick the guy off the fucking grill. Get out of my it- way. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, come on. You're you're a rare case. The average person would probably think the cheesesteak sure is good, would. but... Yes, I'm sure that they probably would. I mean, you're like, uh, you know, Van I'm Gogh like, going into right, a high I'm school like art class. I'm a Chopin of cheesesteaks, you know? You are. I may not, I'm not well known, but I've got fucking skills, for sure. All right, hang on. i got to jot that down, because it's brilliant. The Chopin of cheesesteaks. My wife was telling me that her parents went back to Jersey and uh, their favorite cheesesteak place had just burned down. What? And I said, burned down? Or was it like a mob thing where like, they're selling too many cheesesteaks and we're not getting cut? <laughs> I said, without. I said, without, damn it. Without. Love you the D and so the T. Don't even get me started on fucking cheese whiz on fucking cheesesteaks. You want me to fucking go on a tirade. Isn't that how it's supposed to be, like, back, you know, no up in the East Coast? Way. No. I, I, don't, I, I disagree. I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. I disagree with that. I, I agree yeah. with you. Right. Absolutely. Well, here's the deal. I watched the whole thing on cheesesteaks the other day, right? You know this show with, uh, who's the guy, Michael McKeon? Is that his name? Is it Michael McKeon? Who? The the guy, Spinal Tap. He's got a food show? Yes, he has a food show. Yes, he what? does. Yes, and it's all about, like, the origins of food. It's it's called Food Factor Fiction. Great fucking show, dude. Great show. Okay, I gotta they, check that out. He did a whole thing on how fucking cheesesteaks were invented. And I'm gonna save it for you to watch by yourself. Because okay. it's a very interesting fucking story how cheesesteaks were invented. Have you seen the show? Vice has a couple of good shows. Good food shows. Have you seen the show That's Fucking Delicious? I have not. It's oh, an show. You gotta watch that. It's this hip hop guy, this big fat white dude. I mean, this guy's huge and has this huge beard. And he goes, he's a rapper. Apparently, his name is uh, Action Bronson. And he's a hip hop rapper, but he's also a badass chef. Like, that's before he became a rapper. That's like how he made his living. And so he goes out with his entourage or whatever, and they travel to the restaurant. Posse, there you go. But then they go back in the kitchen, and he makes this shit, and he's foul mouthed and tattooed up and he's fat and just a a really cool dude. It's I will have to tune in and see that. What's it called again? It's called uh, That's Fucking Delicious. And that's on Vice. It's you know what? Vice. Speaking of cable TV, I got my cable bill reduced yesterday. How so? I called him up and said, hold on, I'm writing that down real quick. Uh, I called up the lady. I got the nicest lady in the world, by the way. The nicest Fucking well, I don't know if she was nice or she was just playing me, because she might have been playing me, Rufus. And I didn't realize it till I got off the phone that maybe I had been played. But I called up the 
the thing, and you know they give you like the what do you want to do? Beep, press one for questions about your bill. Press two for uh, whatever. And I pressed disconnect. Right? I'm like disconnect. Uh-oh. This is why. Yesterday during a very important business call, Comcast starts calling me to tell me that my fucking bill for next month is overdue. Right? Because they charge you a month in advance. That's what? how Comcast works. Yes. How can they do that? They just do. They charge you a month in advance. So I'm on this very important phone call, and every fucking two minutes, it's like beeping in. Beep, beep. I'm like, what the fuck? So I look, and it's Comcast, right? They're, you forgot to pay your bill, or your bill, you need to, they don't even say you forgot to pay. It's like, we need you to call us back. Very, It's very important, right? And Jesus so they Christ. they don't just call once. They call like fucking five times. And I'm like, this is fucking bullshit. So I get off the phone with this guy that I had the phone call with, and I'm like, I'm fucking cuck, because I've been putting it off forever, right? I'm like, I'm paying way too much for fucking cable and all that shit. So I call fucking, and I'm like, disconnect this fucking shit. I'll tell them I want the internet, but I'm not fucking dealing with any of their other shit. Their TV, I'll just do the sling or Hulu or what the fuck ever. Right. So I get this lady on the phone, and she's a a colored lady. Her name (laughs) is Tessa. That's her name for real. And we're talking, and I'm like, hi. She's like, how are you today? And I said, I'm doing fine. Whatever, right? I'm like, how are you doing? Because, I mean, I'm always polite to the people on phone. I worked on a phone for, like, a week. I know what it's like to be on the other side of that phone. You, you've worked the grindstone. Yeah. yeah, and I know that you don't get anywhere by being rude to the fucking people on the phone, right? Sure. And she, so I said, how are you doing? She said, oh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. And I said, oh, pretty good. You can do better than that. It's Friday, right? Be my usual charming double Z self. <laughs> Yes, of course. And she goes, what well, is Friday? She's like, but I've just been having so much trouble with my allergies and my sinuses. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I'm there with you. I said, I've been having sinus trouble myself. I said, just has never gotten cold enough this year for the, for the sinus shit to go away. And she's like, well, I'm in Mississippi. She obviously knows where I'm at. And uh, she goes, you know what? I'm going to call you my new best friend. Right? And I'm like, Uh-oh. okay, whatever. And she's like, well, you got to call me best friend, too, because that's what best friends do. And she's like, funny, funny that this is all in a script she's reading from. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. So like, we're best friend in it. And she gives me a great deal, dude. I ended up, she's like, we could change all this shit, you know? And she's like, but you wouldn't be getting as good a deal. I'm like, give me, I said, give me the fucking cheapest shit you got. She's like, what do you like to watch? I said, I watch the cooking show and my daughter watches Nickelodeon. Well, they got you a fucking hostage because Nickelodeon is like in the upper echelon of fucking bullshit. Sure. I said to her, I guess my daughter's done watching fucking Spongebob. We need to pull the fucking plug on that anyway. <laughs> and she's like, all right. So she's going through the stuff. And, you know, she's reading off all these fucking packages. And she's losing me. I'm like, all right. Now I'm fucking annoyed. I don't even want to be on this phone call anymore. But yeah, we're best friends or whatever. But I'm ready. It's taking too long now, right? Sure. So I think she sensed that. She's like, you know what I want to do? She's like, I want you to keep the same shit that you got. She's cussing and all kinds of shit. Really? And I'm going to, first of all, she looks at my bill and goes, best friend. What are you saying? She's like, you must must love giving Comcast cable, right? Or giving Comcast money. And I said, well, as long as they're paying nice people like you. See what I see them doing there, Rufus? Look at you. Building a rapport with her. And She's like, uh, you're just paying way too much. And I said, yeah. I said, what really pisses me off, best friend, is that I see you got all these specials. I said, everybody in the fucking world is getting a special except for me. 
I'm like, I've been with Comcast for 10 years. No special for me. Double Z's paying fucking more than anybody. Apparently, when she says, I'm paying too much, I know that. I'm like, God. I said, was this the biggest bill you saw today? She's like, this is the biggest bill I've seen in six months. Holy shit, best friend. Is the sad part. And uh, so she starts going through all this shit. And I'm like, I I, I said, I don't have time to go through every fucking package. Right? She said, best friend, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to keep your package exactly the same, give you better internet. She also told me this. She said, go buy your own modem. Yes, we did no that. Time. We did that too. She said, not rent our modem. And she said, first of all, she told me it's going up another three bucks a month, she told me. And she said, go buy a modem because that modem's not as good as what you could be getting for service and you're paying for it. She's like, if we did, she said, if I did the math right now, you've paid $1,000 for that modem. Well, I mean, think about it. 10 years, 15 bucks a month or whatever. And I'm like, okay, best friend. And she's like, I'm going to do this for you. She's like, I'm going to keep your package, everything the same, give you better internet for $99 a month. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. And I was paying 300 What? Yeah. Yeah. So Good God. I, yes. Sign me up, best friend. And this is the kicker. She said, I'm also going to do this for you. She's going to send Bozo. me all and I told her, I said, my cable boxes, I said, this shit is so old, my cable boxes don't even work like they're supposed to. She said, best friend, give me a second. She got on the other line. She talked to somebody. She got back online. So she said, I'm UPSing you all new cable boxes for your house. Yeah. Hello. Right. Then I say to her, okay, best friend, now we need to work on my office fucking deal. Uh-oh. Right? And she's like, I was going to ask you about that. So she saves me another fucking 30 bucks a month on that shit. Damn. Yeah. I'm, dude, well, you know what I went out and did yesterday right on the phone? I spent fucking 2,800 bucks because I'm like, fuck, that's money I didn't spend it on cable. Very, it's, it's good to make best friends. It is. It is. I felt good about that. Then last night when I was sitting around for her, I'm like, we're not best friends. She probably reading that that best friend thing is probably something she tells somebody every fucking ten times a day. Every fucking person. Now, okay, so how could she slash the price that much? Like, what were you paying three hundred bucks for that you can suddenly now pay ninety nine bucks for? Well, I mean, scam. About it. Scam, yeah. right? They just yeah. jack it yeah. up every month. Well, yeah. I mean, I had a deal at one point, and they just keep upping it and upping it. I mean, you never fucking call. They're like, hey, this guy didn't give a fuck. Because I have tried to call. This is the weird thing. I've tried to call before and do that shit. And I've been on hold for like fucking an hour, right? So yesterday I was ready to be on hold. I was so fucking fired up, Rufus. I had a bag of chips and a fucking, like a big bag of chips. Not like a small bag of chips. Bag of chips, fucking drinks, some candy bars. I was sitting down. I was going to fucking camp it out. You you blocked out the time. I did. I'm like, I don't, this was at fucking uh, one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, it could take till fucking 10 o'clock tonight. (laughs) Did you put it in that day planner that you bought? Uh, you know what? Yeah, I put yeah. it with the one thing that was in my Franklin planner, and I had blocked off the whole year for it. Nice. I didn't know how long it was going to take. But so I'm like, I'm fucking fired up. I'm like, oh, I'm, I said, I'm going to be so mad when they answer after 40 minutes. Yeah. I'm going to fucking wait, make me wait 40 minutes. Don't you think I have something better to do with my time? Answered on the first fucking ring this lady did. Kind of blew my whole fucking game plan right there. My spine, like, I was like, oh, Hello? Hello? Don't hang up. <laughs> she really is your best friend. She really is, dude. And you know what? She's calling me back next Friday to make sure that I got all my free uh, stuff. 
You should you give her your uh, cell phone number. I did. That's what she has, my cell phone number. Oh, well, why don't you get hers? I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of was expecting some dirty pictures by now, but I guess that's not going to happen. Hey, she's an ebony beauty. She is colored, <laughs> I guess right? I didn't. But Nubian. I prefer the term Nubian. Nubian. Wow, that is I more politically correct. I guess I didn't put correct. out the vibe hard enough. Not to no. mention, I don't know if I want to see her in her depends, anyways. Oh, does she sound old? Well, here's what she this is. She actually tricked me again now that I'm thinking about it. Yesterday, so we got a phone line as part of our triple play deal, whatever. When I signed up, it was something called the triple play, where you get phone. This is how long ago it is. You get phone, cable, and internet for one low price, right? Landline. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so I tell her yesterday, she's like, so what about, now we need to talk about your phone. I said, get rid of the phone. I don't need the phone. I don't want the phone. I don't use the phone. We haven't had a phone in our house for 10 fucking years. <laughs> right. And it's true. It's I tried to fucking hook a phone up the other day. I couldn't even find a phone. I'm like, we, we don't even own a fucking phone. And the one we had didn't work. It just been sitting so long that it fucking of like course. went rotten. So uh, she's like, well, I just want you to know, Zigzag, you're not paying anything for that phone. That phone's completely free. You don't pay any fees on that phone. You don't pay. I, she's like, I could cut that phone out of your plan, and you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't even notice it because you don't pay for the phone. Then okay. she went on to tell me that she was in 9/11, Rufus. What? She was in. Yeah, she was in New York when 9/11 happened. She said, I'm going to tell you right now, Zigzag. The only thing that worked during 9/11 was that landline. That was okay. The only thing that worked. This is this is from the spiral notebook she's given in training class. That's a script effort right there. She's a colored girl in Mississippi, and she just happened to be in 9-11. Well, she was in Brooklyn when it happened, dude, all right? And I know that's true because I saw her in a Tupac video. So you can't tell me that it's she, not true. Did she shoot Tupac? She didn't say it, but I had a weird feeling that her and uh, Biggie Smalls were in on it together. Oh, wait, they were buddies, weren't they? But she's your best friend. You can ask her. I will ask her. I'll say, what, so what is the deal with Suge Knight anyways? And she'll probably tell me. She will. She'll at least tell you his cable bill. Right. And, you know, there's probably a lot of power to being a fucking cable person. You think? Well, she had eaten out of the palm of her hand. Well, Just of course she did. Shekels on my fucking cable bill. She turns you into a best friend, like, in the first 15 seconds of the call. I know. I Jeez. Never- so go home and pour some bleach on my I think at one point I told her I wish I had some employees like her too I was play, I played way into that best friend thing I also told you know, my deepest was, darkest secret in my desires she was leaning back in her office chair high-fiving people just pointing at her earphone like look I got him I got him I played Woo. the best friend card this fucking jackass She's chest bumping other salespeople. You know what? She put me on hold a few times, and I had to piss. And I was afraid because I was afraid we would get disconnected somehow, even if I just moved the phone. And then I thought, man, that bitch is probably just fucking eating a fucking banana or a fucking cup of yogurt somewhere and taking a crap while I'm waiting on hold for her to, quote, unquote, look something up. I mean, we were on the phone, dude. This took 40 minutes. We were on 38 minutes, 41 seconds. And I only masturbated three fucking times. And I think that's pretty good on me. I don't know. That's that's kind of getting into your personal time. Because for well, me, I told, I, I'm like, look, best friend, I, I'm fucking knee deep in Kleenex right now. I hope you don't take <laughs> that wrong. I just I, shoot it straight down to my feet. 
<laughs> yeah, you were a stick to the floor uh, type guy. It's a slippery situation when I'm done. It not well, but it's not slippery for long. It's slippery, no. and it's then it becomes a sticky situation. That's where sticky situation comes from. Yeah, and then about a few weeks later, it's crusty. <laughs> then after that, yeah, who knows? Then after that, it's just dander. It just becomes dander. Yeah, yeah, it's just dusty it's, DNA. It feeds uh, whatever those dust mites are. Imagine if a dust mite was like a fucking size of a dinosaur. How That'd scary that would be. On some other planet, maybe they are. You think? There is the universe is infinite. There is a universe. There is a, a planet where dust mites are that big. See, but then I was watching that thing that you sent me on Joe Rogan and that guy talking about life on other planets. Did you, didn't you send me that link to some Joe Rogan and some guy were talking about extraterrestrials? Yeah, Roger, uh, Roger Penrose. Right. And he said he didn't even believe in life on other planets. So he thought it was very unlikely. And I'm like, no fucking, this guy's supposed to be that smart. I don't believe that. I think he was talking about, I have to review it again, but I think he was talking about like within a certain range of us because the universe is infinite. There's every, every fucking well, possibility. No, because I think that he was saying that we were probably the oldest living things in the universe. Well, this is not, I'm like, no. What is he talking what? about? You need to watch that again. I was very un- unimpressed with that guy. Damn. Are you familiar with him? Is he a big name in the UFO realm? No, honestly, I just uh, I like Joe Rogan's podcast, and I, I saw too. that. I love it. And I was, and, I, and Joe Rogan actually kind of tried to start to argue with the guy, and you're just like, you know, the guy's like, you know, that's what I believe, and that's how I believe it. You can't argue with me, Joe Rogan. You're on marijuana. I've been trying to uh, fire up my UFO website. Yeah, I saw again. that. And so I just saw Joe Rogan and and that, and I was like, post. You know, I'll, I can I can just put the video on there and write a, a headline and post it. So I didn't even watch all of it, but I tend to I, I tend to agree with you that I mean, fucking come on, you know. I, I mean, know. And first of all, okay, the universe is what 16 billion years old, and we're the oldest living things in the fucking universe. I don't even know how that's fucking possible. No, I mean because well, I don't fucking I don't buy it. I don't buy. It. There's no way. No way. I mean, wherever the universe started, my. My daughter, we've been watching too much ancient aliens, I could tell, because my daughter, I told you my daughter started to get freaked out. And then the yeah. other day, she's talking about, so I did, you know what I told you, you ever see that movie Animal House? Well, of course, yeah. All right. Now, you know the part where they smoke, the guy smokes pot with the professor guy, and he's like, so we could all just be living in the thumbnail of a giant? Yes. I said that to my daughter, like the other day, she's like, so really, we could all just be in the thumbnail of a giant? And I'm like, oh. <laughs> I immediately went down and checked my stash to make sure that all my weed was still there. Oh my god, this sounds like a. My son would say the same thing if I told him that. Really, we could? And I'm like, like, oh, it got too deep on it. And then she started asking me about the meaning of life and all that stuff, and I immediately put on Monty Python. I'm like, hey, learn it from the fucking TV like everybody else. Don't expect any special favors from me. I don't have any answers. Fuck no. Jesus Christ, no. I have, I have no answers. Have and I suggest to anybody that's listening, watch Mighty Python's The Meaning of Life immediately, because if you haven't watched it in five years, that's fucking too long. And the idea that Rufus has never seen Easy Rider makes me say, before the end of the first season, or the second season of the HSHH, which is the Hypersoft Happy Hour, we're watching Easy Rider on this fucking podcast. That's cool. I've seen it. I just haven't seen it in forever. And yeah. not... 
as a as a real a truly grown man because we watched it at Roehampton. But I mean, right. uh, you know, you were I so have... zonked out of your mind, you probably didn't even realize what was going on. I was. I'm kidding. You have to be properly zonked though. But it is, man. I'm telling you, even the older I get, and now with all the politics and shit, I mean, I didn't even yeah. understand half the fucking movie. In 1988, the first time I watched it, or uh, probably 1998, the 500th time I fucking watched it. But now, I'm like, oh, okay, now I fucking get it. Yeah, but how how depressing must it be it's that that movie was made so long ago and nothing's changed? Probably, yeah, nothing's changed. Still relevant. And I was listening to a podcast. I can't remember what it was off the top of my head now, but it had some historical significance, and it was talking about shit from America's founding in the 1800s, 1700s, whatever. And it was all the same fucking bullshit. I mean, everybody was arguing about the same shit. The government was still up to its same fucking shenanigans. I know. The rich people were still pulling the strings. And it's like, why, why, why even fucking bother at this point? Because nothing is going to be different. And the whole idea, all those people came over here from England to start something else, right? Right. I think that the smart people went to fucking Finland and Denmark and Norway and Sweden and they got their shit straight. But somehow the people that wanted to get away from all that shit came over here and then just England just followed them here and somehow lost the war, but yet put their fucking ideals into what was happening here. Exactly. The the powerful rule everyone else. And that's how it's going to be. Now, do you remember we were talking about that show, The Man Who Made America? The Men Who Made America? Yeah. I mean, now a lot of that is in there, but did you ever see the one about fucking Davy Crockett? No. You have to see that one, dude. His story is so fucking weird and disturbing. And this general that he fucking worked for that he eventually crossed and started. The whole reason they started the War of 1812 or whatever, what was the war for Texas? The Mexican-American War was basically started because some fucking general was a fucking jackass. And they just decided they wanted to fucking take Mexico from the Mexicans. So the real deal is Mexico, Texas is Mexico, really. It was at one time. Right. You know what I mean? And for them to be like, well, this is our border now. You can't fucking come here when really 100 years ago or so it was their fucking property you know, or two 150 years ago. It's fucking crazy. You have to watch that one because a lot of fucking... Davy Crockett, it was a wild fucking cat, dude. You know, you it's know? weird because the, the latest episode of The Dollop that I listened to, which is a great fucking podcast, was about Sam Houston. And it's a live episode. They did it live in, in Dallas. And it's really fucking interesting. And it talks about... Well, it's all about Sam Houston, but it talks about the Mexican-American Revolution or uh, the Texas-Mexican... What the fuck ever... And uh, Sam Houston was a really fucked up dude. He was like an alcoholic drunk, but at the same time, he was like very level headed and reasonable. And he went for a long time and lived with like the Comanche Indians. And at one point he was, he became like a general of the union. Well, it wasn't the union then, but like the U S army to go wipe out Comanches. And he was like, I ain't fucking doing it. And he walked into like Congress, like dressed as a Comanche and was like, I'm not going to fucking do this. And they fucking fired him, and he's like, okay. So he went and got drunk and then ended up, like, in a duel or some shit, and they got ended up going to Texas, and it's it's a wild fucking ride. I never knew anything about him. And it's the same kind of thing with Davy Crockett. He was in in Daniel Boone. 
they were like fucking freedom fighters or not even freedom fighters, but they lived with the Indians because they were fucking guys that lived in the, you know, in the hills or whatever, way back when, you know, they weren't city slickers or whatever. They were like soldiers of fortune. And yeah. they ended up joining these fucking armies or whatever because, you know, they didn't have jobs or whatever, and they wanted a place to eat and a fucking paycheck. And they found out after a while that they didn't really fucking like taking orders from people. Right. right? And they would tell them, I'm not fucking doing this or that. And this one fucking general, I can't remember his name, had it in for fucking Davy Crockett. He followed him all the way to fucking down to San Antonio. Right. And I mean, this is a fucking crazy story. You have to see it. I was like, what? This is how all this fucking shit plays out. <laughs> crazy. And it's weird because you know what? That's the part that you don't ever really hear about. Yeah, exactly. And nobody exactly. ever makes a movie about what really fucking happened. You know what Dude, I mean? You would like the Dalit podcast because it's all about that crazy shit you never hear about. Even if the episode's about somebody famous, you know, it's like the backstory you've never fucking heard. And it's pretty cool. Well, and it's crazy that we never heard that story about that guy, what, that show that I told you about on WNIT. What was the name of that park where that guy was? Where The Wizard of whatever? Yeah. Uh, uh, tux, tuxedo tuxedo park? park? Yeah, tuxedo that's park. right. Yeah. I was going to say Penguin Park. How sad is that? Because I was thinking Penguin Suit, I guess. But uh, <laughs> it was close. It's a connection. But, I mean, how is that not a movie? I mean, I don't understand how that guy is not in fucking books. I mean, he saved us from World War II, basically. Well, now that we mentioned it on the hypersloth. It'll become a thing now. Yeah. I just like to say we're pretty much, you know how they have uh, beverage influencers, wear influencers. We're just fucking intelligentsia influencers. We're intelligence influencers. I like the intelligentsia angle. Hang on. I'm going to write that down. Intelligentsia influencers. It is like everything we've created on the show has become something. And that's why I think we need to invest heavy in Obito right now, our new obituary website, where all you do, everything is a fucking drop down. It's like so-and-so died of drop down, natural causes. Dude, we can make that Unexpectedly. You know what I mean? You know how easy it would be? So-and-so was a, quote, plumber, uh, salesman, shoe salesmen, you know, I mean, you could just all be fucking drop down menus. And then we sell a subscription though, where you upgrade everything. Right. So then you can have a really cool fucking obituary instead of like your plain Jane one. Or I still think that we should host a site where people write their own obituaries and then they pay us by the hour to make them better. Well, that could be part of the same deal. I mean, that's like the the premium gold package. You're right. That's right. And if something happens to you, you send us an update and we eloquently word it into your obituary. Right. Zigzag, I've got to run. i got to pee myself, Roof, so I'm not going to give you any shit tonight. But next week, we're on the fucking oyster train, right? Yeah, hey, hey. Yeah, I know. You're ahead of the curve. I, You know what? I almost called and said, hey, don't run out and get oysters. I'm not going to have time today. I'm too busy trying to, to make sure that my family doesn't die tonight in the cold. I thought you already had them, and that's why I was panicked. I mean, I, we had to pull over and get them because oh, I because thought you I, had them. You know what? And I planned on getting them today, even if I had to go to Dollar General and get discounted oysters. But uh, I I never made it. I was too busy trying to fucking finagle this goddamn furnace back together. Oh, hey. no, one thing. I want to say one more thing before we exit tonight's show. If you're going to post something on YouTube that says, great fix 
for fucking your furnace or I don't care if it's your car or fucking a flat tire or whatever. Do not just show your problem and then never show the fucking solution and then advertising no. solved because you should be fucking murdered. Right. You always got to look at the thumbs up and thumbs down. Right. Right. And you know, so many people are like, what did you do? Like in this comment section, like, what did you end right. up doing? You know, and I, that's why I would never post anything because I know that probably what, if I don't get anything done, I don't want to steer people wrongly. Oh, All right. <laughs> Mr. Double Z signing off for tonight, one twelve nineteen, the first show of the 19 era, or is it not, Rufus? It is, and this is Rufus signing off too. And we'll check you folks next Friday or Saturday. I think I came up with some new music in case we turn into a Saturday night show. I want to hear it. No, I'm talking about like a new intro for a Saturday night show that is all songs that have Saturday night in the title. Fucking I, I want to hear that too. All right. And I do, you know what? I did work on a couple of riffs because we're going to get back to the music. Next week, folks, we're eating Please. oysters. We're writing a 10 minute song. We're fucking going to make it happen right here on the Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. So don't miss it. Be Indeed. cool. Get smart. We'll check you on the flip side. Double Z out. Rufus out. Thanks for listening to Hypersoft Happy Hour with Zigzag and Rufus. Send me your audio via high Will do. Will do. Right now. Give me five minutes. I got to pee. Two minutes. You have two minutes. All right. Zigzag out. All right. Rufus out. Later. <laughs>